3: Rubs going out, minutes on the mahogany, waxing it up, 100, 200, bad seed, a broken, ate a bad apple with a bad attitude, hanging around a bunch of bad letters, bad taste, bad locks, bad dude, bad breath, bad attention, bad vibes, we are live styling at the Versa Restaurant and Bar, right in the lovely renaissance, in midtown Manhattan, people dressed in plastic bags, directed traffic, some kind of fashion, shake it up, should do, be, all my friends, they come around, flats to flat to party up, rats on the west side, bed bugs, uptown, What a mess, this town's a tatter. My brains are splattered all over Manhattan, Shadoobie, Shake it ooh. You gotta love it in the Big Apple, in the middle of it all, at the garden on a pain-free Friday, styling Uncle Food Trolley. That's me, Pharrell, with your boy Carver High. Now we have to be early and often here establishing the fashion that we have rocking today. A. We have several examples. A. The new Maui gym glasses, I'm rocking Carver High, honest to God. I got these in like purple shades too. They're legit, progressives, three layer. I got distance, I got middle, I got reading because I'm old and I can't see anything. I'm like Helen Keller City over here unless I got my shades on. But I got the ones in the fresh, clean, clear look. Look on the sides. I mean, I'm just gondorosa over here. I got it all going on. I barely made it through the lobby. I had chicks chasing me like I was Elvis. And then when they saw me bust out the Tommy Hilfiger, I got, I look like Jack Nicholas here. It's not even a Masters yet. I'm absolutely pimping this Tommy. You can feel it. But look at Carver High. You got to get a look at him. He's got the whole deal going for the Super Bowl. He's got the look. He's got the teal. He's got the pink tie. He looks like the Miami Heat unis they wear on special occasions down there at the AA. You're looking like D. Wade
4: over there at Carver High. Well, that's what I had to do. You know it's Super look Bowl weekend. That. I figured I got to get the pink involved, a little I mean, teal. That's how we out. do it. Super Bowl's finally here, Scotty. Let's I go. Mean, look out.
3: I mean, I'd get a like. I think I'd get a table of Joe Stone Crab with these outfits on. If you if you rock that look, and I had this going. I mean, it's two tone Jimmy. I got it all going. You got it all going. We're ready for the Super Bowl. It's all happening. We got a killer show tonight. I'm gonna tell you all about the big games in the NBA. We got seven of them. Some mid majors, college rack. Seven on the ice, baby, martini style. We're shaking it up with some NHL activity. We got great stuff happening. Props for the Super Bowl. You name it. First up, though, let's dance with a little update over with Carver High. Sports Grid News Update.
4: All right, Scotty, let's start it off. Super Bowl 54 weekend. It is finally here. The final injury report for both teams is all clear. Everybody is ready to go final media availabilities all that is out of the way it is time for football Chiefs are still holding strong right now minus one and a half total still 54 in most places Dolphins quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick says he intends to play in 2020 and not retire he wants to be a part of helping groom the next potential young Dolphin quarterback NBA Rising Stars game contestants are uh, announced should be fun Uh, Trey Young Zion Williamson John Morant on the USA squad Luka Doncic, if he's healthy, is slated to play for the world. Tonight in the NBA, it's going to be an emotional night, Scotty, in L.A. The Lakers will play their first game since the passing of Kobe Bryant. They host Portland at 10.10 p.m. Eastern. Also tonight, the Raptors are minus four and a half point road favorites in Detroit. The Nets host the Bulls. Nets minus five and a half right now. Like we said, no Luka Doncic for the Mavs. They are eight and a half point underdogs in Houston. New Orleans minus eight hosting Memphis. And uh, the Nuggets coming off of a late night home win over the Jazz there in Milwaukee. The Bucks right now minus twelve and a half. NCA hoops mid major night around college hoops. Scotty, good one in the A ten. VCU a one point favorite at Rhode Island. Harvard minus one and a half at Penn coming up at five Eastern in the Ivy. Later tonight in the Horizon. Northern Kentucky is minus two and a half at Wisconsin Green Bay. NHL big slate tonight. The early games. Rangers minus 240 hosting the Detroit Red Wings. The Flyers are in Pittsburgh to take on the Penguins. Penguins minus 175. Vegas is in Carolina. Canes minus 135. Washington Capitals are in Ottawa, a big minus 195 favorite. I'm Carver High with a Sports Grid update. You want the edge? Get on the grid.
3: All right, I got to tell you, uh, we have so much. It's very thick on a Friday. And not only that, we have, uh, I see all these blue shirt fans in here. They're rocking. They got, like, some kind of cocktail party going on in here.
4: Well, you got to remember, you're going to be here on Friday night, Scotty, and there's a Friday night Ranger game. You got a lot of Ranger fans hanging around.
3: Listen, I I did a a shoot here, like, a week and a half ago, and it was just beautiful outside. I was out on the deck, and I could— Literally rip a lug across 34th and hit the garden. I was literally, I could grab it. The world's most famous, the Mecca the Hub. It's all right there. You could reach out and taste it. And tonight, they're going to be rocking on the ice, Ranger style. I saw guys, Carver High, walking through the lobby at a Versa Bar restaurant with... Hockey sticks. What, are they going to like? knock somebody's teeth out at this place tonight? Is somebody going to come after me with a high stick?
4: You might get that. Anything could happen, I guess, and they're all pumped up because how about the Rangers tonight? Like I was just saying, heavy favorite against the Detroit Red Wings. Now, look, minus 240. I know the Red Wings stink, Scotty, but the Rangers, are they good enough to be minus 240 against anybody?
3: I think they are because uh, Detroit's that bad. I mean, They are bad. They got (laughs) got their own arena, a new one, and they got Little Caesars rocking. I used to call the games right at the Joe when I did play-by-play in the NHL with the Thrashers. They were worse than the Red Wings. Believe me, when I was calling games, the Red Wings were like on top of the world, right? And then now they're bottom feeders, but they always had like 500 slices of pizza for everybody. It was the greatest thing ever. You know who we got on the uh, Show tonight. By the way, the Rangers are going to school. The Red Wings tonight. You know that. I mean, your boy uh, Zabinajab, the Iranian leader, is going <laughs> to score a couple.
4: Zabinajab, yes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and then listen, uh, we got some great guests tonight. Uh, Jason Fora of the NFL Today on CBS, a good friend of ours. We're going to talk to him. I know the game's on Fox. We don't care. I called my friends over there to get like Joe Buck and and Jay Glazer. People not returning my phone calls. Can't wait to see those people. I give like fast, hard noogies, lame beer style with people that don't return my calls. There's going to be some pain inflicted for that. And then, you know, I've been at a lot of parties with Buck and Glazer over the years. You know that, right? Out in Strong Island, player. And then, uh, so we'll talk to and uh, Four about everything going on in the NFL, including Roger Goodell's State of the NFL, like State of the Union address the other day. Down in Miami, what's going on with minority hiring, et cetera, et cetera. We'll do all that. Plus, Nick Bogdanovich, a leader of men. He's from William Hill. He's the chief odds maker there, the man. He's got all the numbers. He's sick in the head. This guy sleeps at night, and all he thinks of is numbers. He's crazy. Loco. He's got all the skinny and scoop on everything, all the props, all the action coming in, where the money's going, where it's flying, who the big hitters are, the heavies, you know, Everyone that's got massive tickets. We had uh, Mattress Mac on last night. Cover high. What'd you think of a guy dropping a milli on the Niners? And you know, Bogdanovich sees tickets like that and he wants to go hide in a cave.
4: Well, the first thing I think of when I hear $1 million tickets is must be nice. That's obviously the first thing I think of. But man, I mean, he's going right forward, trying to get a little bit back after the Astro loss. Uh, I'm not with him, as we know. He's on the 49ers. Uh, good luck to him. That is a very large ticket. Something I will never walk up to a window and place in my life. Godspeed, Matt. I don't Smack. believe that. I don't oh, believe No, no, no. You could believe no, it. No, no, no. I, I am never walking up to a window, Scotty, and putting a million down there or five hundred k here, five hundred k there. It's not happening in my lifetime. Yeah, are. So what we're gonna go. do?
3: Here's the plan. We're gonna, you know, we already have a massive gambling problem. Whenever we go to the uh, book, we spend a lot of money. We win a lot of money. We go to Vegas a lot and win a lot of money. We hit a lot of teasers. We hit a lot of parlays. We get a lot of in-game tickets going, and we're just constantly raking cash. And one of these days, what we're going to do is we're going to make Sports Grid millions. We're going to bring in tons of sponsors, millions of fans, and then we're going to make millions of dollars. And then what we're going to do is we're going to take the millions of dollars, and we're going to have a big, fat crib in the Caribbean, and we're going to bet a million dollars on every game, every day, forever.
4: Uh, from your lips to God's ears. I'm telling you. Hey, okay, second, How about that? From your lips hour, to God's ears.
3: Uh, Kevin Walsh will join us. And you know, he's doing a show. I talked about it uh, last night, I think, on Coast to Coast with your boy Smitty, Jared Smith, getting involved. And we're going to have the uh, Walsh Smitty burger on In Game Live tonight. We'll have that uh, double going. A little dabble, do you? We'll have Walsh and Smitty rocking in uh, the in game live seven and nine piece that we're going to throw you away. But Kevin Walsh will join us in studio in the second hour tonight on Coast to Coast and talk about betting around a rim and betting around every single game tonight. How does that sound? Forget about betting around a rim. I go to the rim, I finish at the rim, I'm a scorer like. George Gervin, Iceman. But what we're going to do is we're going to bet on every single game tonight, including mid major games. I'm all over them. How about the Akron Zips on the road at Kent State in Stowe, Ohio? My uncle used to live there. He taught me how to drink scotch. What a guy. And smoke cigarettes. He was great. They found him dead on the kitchen floor after about a five day or no one knew where he was. It was a sad ending. It's a horrible way to go. But at least he left me some scotch. Bowling Green and Buffalo tonight up in Shuffleofta. You talked about that Rhode Island game. That's going to be good. How about Princeton? Did you see me do the clip, Carver High, the other day, the little transition clip Mafia wanted me to do with my Princeton basketball shirt on?
4: I saw you rocking that in that clip. Nice job by you. I wonder where you got that shirt. Uh, A lot of Ivy League on Friday night, Scotty. I love it. I I got
3: it because one of my buddies, the gunslinger, Ryan Matthews, is on the coaching staff there. Play with him on weekends. He drops 30 a pop. Northern Kentucky Green Bay going to be a good game tonight. They love us in the state of Wisconsin from top to bottom. Harvard playing early tonight. No one's studying up in Boston. They're watching the Burgundy go at it tonight. It's Coast to Coast with Pharrell at Carver High.
1: Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Coast to coast. all with you, car, Brian here. Let's get him in here. Our boy Jason Locke and Fora of the NFL Today on CBS. He's been on the bench forever. And uh, now he's on Sports Grid. Rack him up. How you doing, Jason?
4: Yabby? I got you, brother. How you doing? Okay. I'm good. I can't complain, Scotty. You know, I'm uh,
0: down here in Miami and kind of sick of talking about this game. I wish we'd go ahead and play it already. Two weeks has felt uh, like an eternity.
3: No doubt. Hey, listen, Jason, uh, I want to go on a little uh, quarterback tear here with you. Let's start off. Uh, with Brady. I was actually uh, talking to a guy this morning in a gym. I was playing basketball and then I was talking to this guy about how great it was that the Patriots weren't in the Super Bowl. And then the guy said, I'm from Boston. And that just uh, threw everything right off the table. And then I told him I didn't like him. And then uh, we went at it. And and then I dropped 20 on him. But my, my point is this, Brady, is he like Trying to confiscate the Super Bowl with that little like under the table, undercover like post he put on social media with him standing in the tunnel. What is that all about? Is he finished in Boston? Is he trying to go somewhere else? Peter King said he might go to Tampa on this show last night. He told me.
0: Yeah, look, I I think Tom, I, I know Tom Brady is ready to explore a life beyond uh, Foxborough. Does it mean that that? road won't eventually lead him back to Foxborough, but he wants to see what else is out there. He wants to experience what it's like to be a free agent what it's like to be billionaires, to chase you a little bit, flirt with you, and to find out what his market value is. This isn't going to be a situation where he does a win-man, thank-you-man, peace-friendly extension with Robert Kraft before ever even seeing what's on the other side. Um, You know, look, he's the greatest of all time. It's been a long time. Uh, seemingly since he wasn't in this game, uh, or certainly since the Patriots you know, weren't even uh, a factor in a, in the championship game. So maybe it's a little bit of his ego coming out. Don't forget about me, but people are going to be talking about Tom Brady for I mean, the next couple of months either way. And, and I don't know about Tampa. I, I think the Chargers is one that I've been hearing since November that would have a unique appeal to him and his family. Uh, there have been rumblings about Miami. When they hired Chad Kelly as their offensive coordinator, I kind of figured that might be the end of that, and that was just talk because I don't see that being a match at all. I mean, maybe the Raiders. Um, and, and, again, I'm not saying he won't be back there, but he is going to go through the process, and he's going to make the Patriots sweat it out. And if the Patriots don't come correct with him, then I do think,
3: so uh, I think they're going to try to call uh, Jason back really quick in Miami. Carver High, I'd like to get your feelings on uh, Tom Brady and what you think he's going to do. Do you think he's going to uh, try to get out of there and get a deal somewhere else?
4: I think the best thing for everybody would be if he went away and never came back, but I don't, I don't know. If that, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, that would be the best thing for everybody, but um, I don't believe that he's going to leave New England. I think this is a big game that he's playing right now with the Patriots and, Back and forth. Uh, You know, nice job by him with the Instagram post last night, taking a little attention away from the Super Bowl. So good job by Tom. Uh, Look, (laughs) it it is what it is. I think he stays in New England. He'll be playing for the Patriots next year. This is all game.
3: What is he? He's tortured you as a Bills fan for most of your life. So you just want him to basically go to hell.
4: Well, look, I've always said I respect the guy. He's one of the, you know, maybe the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. But yeah, I'm tired of watching the guy win. Uh, (laughs) uh, When they showed that picture of him last night, I just hope he keeps just walking out that tunnel and just keep going. Uh, Hopefully that's what happens.
3: He's a perfect human being. He is a great man, humanitarian,
4: everything. He's an unbelievable human. His
3: family's better looking than ours. His children are better looking. His dog is stronger not as tough as my dog though my dog boston go figure my dog's name is boston he'll tear your face off um so anyway i have to say this Uh, i'm just relieved you know greatly that uh, they're not in the super bowl i said that to this guy this morning i'm like i just am glad that two other teams are playing i don't have to put up with it i've had enough of it i think everyone i think it's good for the league people may not agree with this certainly in boston but It's good for the league to have other teams playing for the Super Bowl and not the same outfit every single year. It's been going on for 20 years. It's been torture. It's like having a toothache.
4: Yeah, that's been the hard part of it is that, you know, it has been a little overkill with New England. And some people have thought that maybe the lead up to this game hasn't been as exciting. You don't have that team to hate. I think that when we get to Sunday at 630 Eastern and those teams kick off, it's going to be a good game. People, you know, do they necessarily care who wins or loses if you're not a Niner or a Chief fan or if you whoever you got money on? But I think that, uh, you know, at the end of the day, people are going to be happy that the New England Patriots aren't going to be there on Sunday.
3: Well, uh, speaking of guys uh, that are uh, questionable whether they're going to play or not, and Drew Brees is another one. Uh, so, uh, Carver, how do you think Drew Brees is going to? Uh, Come back for one more here. Let's ask Jason Lockett We got him back on there. Jason, uh, we were talking about Brady here. And then I mentioned Breeze. Do you feel Breeze will do the one year deal in New Orleans and the whole plan with they have, you know, Teddy and they have Taysom and Taysom has been incredible doing. He's got all kinds of uh, tricks in his magic bag. I think he's been phenomenal. What do you think the future looks like down on Bourbon Street?
0: I don't think it includes all three of them. That's for sure. And and I'm starting to lean towards the 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 mindset that this Drew Brees may have played his last game. Wow. Uh, talking about things and going about it in a very different way um, than ever before. And you wonder if a guy takes a month to think about something. You know that tells me there's a very good chance that you know he he act you know that may be. The way the wind ultimately blows. Um, I don't know if you, you don't take a month unless you think you're probably not doing it. And I don't know what's going to happen in a month that convinces him, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, I really want to, I really want to do this again. I think when he opens the door like that, to me, that's telling. So we'll see. Maybe, maybe he does play again. But, you know, I don't, Bridgewater, he's going to have options, man. And, you know, I don't know that. You know, the Saints want to be back in a model where they're paying a quarterback a lot of money again, and I do know that they believe Taysom Hill has a real future in this league, um, and he's in a restricted rights-free agent. I mean, he's not going anywhere, but they'll probably have to put a decent tender on him to be sure. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, the way Drew's been making the rounds and stuff, I, I just it, this one feels a lot different than any of his recent off-seasons have. Um, and, and it's so hard to start connecting dots because, like, if – if Tom Brady did leave, I think Teddy Bridgewater would make a whole lot of sense for the New England Patriots. You know, if Brady stays but Rivers leaves, and I don't think there's any chance Rivers is back there, or not much of one, uh, with the Chargers, then, you know, is, is that a good spot for, for Teddy Bridgewater? This is going to be the craziest offseason ever in terms of quarterback movement. I mean, and real, I mean, we're talking guys like Rivers, Breeze, Brady, literally don't know if or for which teams they'll be playing for. It is crazy. Jason locking
3: with us, NFL Today on CBS. So Dak, you know, one day said, I'm not worried about it. I'm feeling a deal right down uh, the street coming up the road. And then a day or two later, he's saying, uh, but I'm not playing on a tag. What's the deal with Dak Prescott
0: in Dallas? I mean, at this point, it's going to be there's I expect there to be a tag because his his representatives don't need to sign anything that they're not nine thousand percent you know, happy with, and he's got all the leverage in the world. And once you tag him, you know, you've got till July 15th or so to do a long-term deal. And I suspect he gets his money, but I'm not sure he's going to get it exactly like he likes it. in the next couple of weeks, and then you start entering into the window of time where, you know, teams have to make decisions about a tag. Um, We'll see if we get a new collective bargaining agreement done in the next month or so, which is a real possibility. And that could um, have an effect on things, whether or not a team can have a transition and a franchise tag. If if, we're, um, if if we don't get a new deal, then then that would be the case. And obviously with Amari Cooper and some other guys, you know, Byron Jones, they got some other big-time free agents besides just Dak. Um, but, yeah, look, I, I think Jerry Jones is in a corner here. Everybody knows that Dak's his guy. He doesn't have a plan B. He's still he's trying to win right now. He's trying to do it with a new head coach who he got to build, you know, things around Dak, uh, and and Dak's going to be able to squeeze them big time. So, Jason, uh, how do you feel about all the the
3: wind blowing on minority hiring in the NFL and Goodell's speech the other day in Miami, State of the Union of the league? Do you think that there's a major problem, or have we heard this before? Uh, Is anything going to change? A lot of people thought uh, Biennemi may have gotten screwed over. He doesn't feel that way. He thought he got good interviews. He just didn't get the gigs. He's going to keep marching the way he is and doing what he's uh, been doing for Reed and company. And how do you think it all plays out?
0: I think that was a very different tone from Roger Goodell than we've ever heard before. He seemed genuinely frustrated at these processes and seemed to— Basically, be intimating that look, these owners, if left to their own devices, will keep making the decisions they've made, which have been systematically excluding people of color from you know from the final verdict so we've got to do something different if we want a, a drastically different outcome and these numbers should be trending in the exact opposite direction that they are trending in especially when you start looking at the percentage of, of of different ethnic groups who actually play the game at its highest level um and it's not just coaching they need to get a thrust going in the front office because those numbers are going um in the wrong direction as well so you know look i i think um Sorry about that. It's all right. For I instance. know you're busy. It's your bookie. <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> I wish I'm not allowed to. Uh, you know, look. So, so I'm sorry. What were we talking about? I'm all over the place. We now. were talking
3: about how good I look on TV. Since you've always talked That's to me about radio. Kidding. Hey, who do you like in the game, uh, Jason? Niners or the Chiefs?
0: I lean to. Uh, I lean to the Chiefs. I don't. I don't have a super strong feeling. And as the week's played out and the more people we've talked to on set and whatever, including Joe Montana today, the way he talked about this game and he's played in so many big games and he's he's seen these great offense versus great defense matchups and you know, he was kinda giving up the vibe that he thinks you know, defense carries the day. I, 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 I'm I'm genuinely intrigued. I can't wait to see how this plays out. I just I just think that Kansas City finds a way to score a point or two more. Than San Francisco, especially if Kansas City can get off to any sort of a fast start. If they come out chucking it around like I think they, they will and have a little bit of success and force San Francisco out of some of the things they want to do, um, I, I, just, I just think Patrick Mahomes is the best player on the planet, and he finds a way to make something happen. All right, Jason, listen. Uh, enjoy
3: the game. Wear your sunblock. It's great having you on Coast to Coast here on Sports Grid, brother. Have a great weekend in South Florida.
0: My pleasure, dude. All the best.
3: All right. Jason for NFL Today. I wanted to ask him about the 17 games. You think they'll have that? We'll ask Carver High. We got a lot going on later. Nick Bogdanovich of William Hill in Sin City. It's Pharrell, coast to coast, baby. Sorry, I lose my mind a couple of times. Uh, Carver High, you never told me what you think of uh, the 17-game pill that they're trying to get the uh, NFL players to swallow that Roger Goodell and his minions want to happen. Do you think it comes to fruition?
4: I do not. Uh, I don't think it'll happen. They're going to have to give something to the players big time for them to get to 17 games, and I don't know what that is yet. Uh, They do not want to play 17 games. It's that simple. And I haven't seen the thing. Now, do they want? Maybe it's going to be the franchise tag. Maybe it's going to be something like that. But until they give the players something they want badly, they're never going to play 17 games.
3: You know what I can't stand, and they still make money or think that they do, is those preseason debauchery specials. I mean, they're the worst. (laughs) It's awful.
4: It's just I wouldn't walk around a corner for one of those games. (laughs) And they charge your regular season prices, which is the hardest part about it. They really have to go. They should slash that down to two that nobody plays anyway. Find a way to get to 17. They want to give them two bye weeks, figure it out. But I just don't believe the players will ever get involved with it.
3: You know, I told you the story, right? Like That I went to the uh, Steeler Jet game, right, at MetLife, right over there at the Meadowlands. Where you we had fun at that show. game. I had fun at that game for 1,500 clams. I was on the 50-yard line, so my uh, son, Gunnar, uh, he wanted, uh, I guess, to go see the Steelers, a smart kid, for his birthday, and it's right after uh, Pharrellmas, and so his birthday's on the 27, so I got him uh, Steeler tickets. Little did I know that they would cost me 1500 bucks to go see. I was like 25 rows up from the field See the Steelers, who had about two first downs in the entire game with that hack Duck Dynasty quarterback at theirs. and then I ate their just atrocity food that they got at that place in the concourse. I don't know what I got. I got Sal eating that junk food at that stadium. Uh, I was drinking cold coffee. I mean, I spent two grand in four hours. I wanted to kill myself, and then imagine going to a preseason game and having to pay those kind of ducats. I mean, honestly, I could chip a tooth.
4: Yeah, you, the worst. You couldn't pay me to go to a preseason game. You just couldn't. You couldn't pay me to go to any of them.
3: But your team played at MetLife twice, and you didn't go see the Bills. That like was that's a, a felony. That was a
4: different story. A felony. You don't even understand. It's a. Di- I thought I was going to go up there for a game. This. It just. It is what it is. I was supposed to go with hands family. up against the car. I was supposed to go spread with spread the legs. You know, I was upset about that. I had things going on that early in September. Did you win I both those games? It. Of course, they won both those games. They won more games in the state of New Jersey than the Jets and Giants did this year, practically.
3: Are they going to be able to keep all their players and shuffle off? To-
4: yeah, they've got about, uh, I think it's between 85 and $90 million in cap space. They don't have any really big free agents this year. A lot of their guys are up in a couple years, whether it be Tredavious White... And uh, they still got some years with Tremaine right. Edmonds and things like that. So they're going to be just fine. Don't did worry about it. you know that.
3: I did an interview yesterday, or uh, what was it, a couple days ago in Buffalo with our buddy Tim Graham, the great NFL writer, you remember him? Legend. Um, and then I did an entire interview about Idiot Face on <laughs> that interview so people could <laughs> listen to that. It was pretty funny. All right, talk about the game. It's very important. It's crucial. First of all, I want to know if you've been jonesing, ...for the game. Like, you know how it's the two-week wait from hell? You sit around and wait, and then you get that disastrous Pro Bowl, which is a car wreck to begin with, you know, on the freeway with cars stacking up and hitting each other one after the next. They had one of those uh, today on the 287 around New York. But, uh, you know, bottom line is, you wait two weeks, it's just terrible. I mean, you're just freaking out. You don't know what to do. On that Saturday, Sunday at a Pro Bowl, you're watching college games... And you're listening to your wife. You're going out to dinner with people you don't like. And then you wait for this Sunday to happen. But I've been so busy on the grid. I've been so busy doing stuff here, filming and getting involved that I just had it fly by. And I think since the Pats weren't in the Super Bowl, it made it an easier cushion to ride on in the snow down the mountain. I haven't even noticed that two weeks went by and the game's in two days.
4: Yeah, the two weeks is awful. It's really tough to get through, um, especially when you want to get, the, you know, and the line really hasn't moved a lot either. It's really hung in there at one and a half for the Chiefs. The total got bumped up. It was, remember when it opened around 51, 51 and a half? It's gotten up to, it's been kind of staying at 54 since then. The wait is awful. It's so hard to get through. I wish they had the one week break. I get why they don't. And it's kind of helped here because there was a couple guys that were banged up. Everybody looks ready to go now. So you got two healthy teams that'll be down there on Miami. But I'm glad it's finally here because it's so, it's tough waiting two weeks for this game.
3: I wish I would have got that total at 51 and a half. I well, got it at a It first came out that night
4: half. of the games after they won on that championship Saturday. It was right around there. Uh, that Sunday night. And it uh, quickly went up.
3: Do you think it's easy for it to uh, go over? I mean, you think it's really going to fly that they're going to score all these points? Everybody thinks they're going to score a ton of points. You think that it'll actually happen?
4: I do. I think that this game isn't over. I think that it will get over the 54. I've liked it since that night. There'll be points in this game. I think the Chiefs will jump out. I think the Niners will get back in it. Uh, I think that the Chiefs will find a way. Uh, But this game could be in the, you know, uh, low 30s, I think. One team in the low 30s, one team in the high 20s. It's gonna be right in that area. All right, I wanna
3: um, I wanna talk about hockey there for a second. I'm not sure I could hear you there, Carver High. There might have been a you know ship to shore situation going on there. We had a, a, a Rodder, we got a situation. A Rodder Mayday, a roder, Haiti, Romeo whiskey, Velveeta, Lardask, a Rodder, Lardask, ask 1840 Vector ship to shore, Roger Farrell. cold beverage, Roderick. So, uh, I'm going to go uh, with some of these hockey games tonight. It's very important. The reason we're doing the hockey for you is A, we make a lot of money uh, with the pucks, and we love hockey. And if you don't like hockey, then we frankly don't like you. <laughs> I just wanted to establish that early here. But uh, the fact is, the last few nights, we have failed to give any attention to the NHL in the right frame of mind or timing-wise. We've, like, spit it out with 30 seconds left at the end of the show. It's unacceptable. Carver High is not having it. So I want to tell you about these games. Red Wings and Rangers, the world's most famous. That one's going to be, I think, blue shirts all day. I think the game of the night for me is Flyers, Penguins, at PBG, in a Steel City. Sid Crosby and all of his Stanley Cups. The Penguins, five Stanley Cups. That guy said to me the other day, Over at the Meadowlands, he said, are you a Penguin fan? I said, does it look like I'm a Penguin fan with this Penguin coat on and their five Stanley Cups? We're doing just fine with the five Stanley Cups. Carver High's over there giving me a four because he's got four with the Islanders when he wasn't in his mother's womb. I was
4: was alive for all four of them. You swept the Penguins last year. I was alive for all of them. Screw
3: you. Okay. All right, so Penguins Flyers tonight are going to be good. Who do you like there?
4: I like the Penguins tonight, and I like the over in that game. Uh, They usually play some pretty high-scoring games between the Penguins and the Flyers. I've got a pretty good prop uh, for that game as well. I've got a little bit of a silly one. Crosby and Claude Giroux both to get a power play point, and you can get that at FanDuel for plus 920.
3: Oh, I like that. uh, Both of them. How many hockey props have you hit? You've hit at least one every night. Last night you hit a uh, Predators prop.
4: Well, last night we went three and zero on the props. We did. Uh, we, gave, we gave you three NHL props last night at the end of the show. We had Jack Eichel to score. He scored the first goal for the Sabers. We had Nashville in the first period against the Devils. They took it. They two uh, one lead going in the first intermission. Boom. Boom. And then Tyler Toffoli over two and a half shots on goal. Scotty, he had nine shots Salt on goal. Saltwater Toffoli in Foley. the game last night. How about Tyler Toffoli? Saltwater to Foley coming through for Nine the wall. Nine shots in. on goal. There right. you go. Uh,
3: you got the Vegas uh, Golden Knights and the Canes in Raleigh. And, uh, you know, here's a 29-win team in the Canes. And now they got uh, Williams back. They got the old man off the couch. Remember when they have played uh, tough down the stretch the last couple of years?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Canes have been a good team. Vegas coming. A lot of these teams, Scotty, are now starting to come off of the, of the break because before the All-Star break, you had about half the teams that – didn't play for five or six games going into it. Now you have a bunch of teams that have not played since the All-Star break. They're starting to get back into action tonight. Vegas out on the East Coast. I like them tonight to take down the Hurricanes down in Raleigh. you surprised
3: they fired Gerard Gallant.
4: I was a little surprised about it. I was. But um, look, uh, it's a results-based business. I guess they feel that they should be better. I do. I know that. They've been sputtering in that Pacific Division. Everybody has, really. And even though they went to the cup final their first year, you would think that would have bought him a little bit more credit, Scotty. But I guess not. You got to get it done and he's out. So I go to the dump every Saturday
3: with my recyclables. And every time I'm there, I see Peter DeBoer because he's recycled city. This guy, how many jobs is that guy going to get in the NHL before they
4: realize he doesn't get it done? That was a really weird part of it, too, because you fire Gallant and you bring in a guy who just got fired in your division, your most heated rival. They've played in the playoffs the last couple years. I was very surprised to see DeBoer go to Vegas. All right,
3: let's speed it up. Caps, Senators in uh, Ottawa. Remember, it used to be the Pharrell Center. Uh, Do you give—I like the Caps here on the road to rock and roll.
4: Yeah, got to like the Caps. In fact, I kind of like them at minus one and a half tonight. You can get that number, and uh, that's where I'm going with the Caps. All right,
3: Bruins, Jets, and pharrell Peg. Can the Jets pull off the upset tonight? I'm going with the Jets on home ice.
4: I like the Bruins tonight. They'll beat the Jets up in Winnipeg. All
3: right, Blues Oilers out in Farrell Alberta. Can the Blues go on the road and get it done? Uh, They're 31 wins.
4: Yes, they had a nice comeback win in Calgary a couple nights ago. I like the Blues again tonight in Edmonton.
3: All right, Lightning with their 30 wins over a 20-win Duck team. Ducks won the other night and burned Me. They're on the pond tonight. Who do you like, Lightning or the Ducks?
4: I like the uh, Lightning to get a little back-to-back. A couple nights in a row they've played out there. All
3: right, so I'm on uh, Tampa as well. It's my top play. Uh, Number two play, Canes. Number three play, Caps. Number four play, Penguins. Number five play, Blues. Number six play, Rangers. And number seven play, Dangerously, that Jets pick over the Bruins.
4: Letang getting a power play point tonight. Get that. Mark Stone with a goal for the Vegas Gold Knights and Connor McDavid over three shots on goal.
3: We give you the Ferella props, baby, so you can make some flambitos. We got a lot happening here. Nick Bogdanovich of William Hill in Vegas next, coast to coast with Pharrell and Carver High. Throughout a technical snafu in Vegas, a guy in the sports book just tripped over all the wires with his 79 ounce beer that he had in his hand, Carver High, and managed to knock out the power for the entire downtown area. And the, uh, not the sports grid, but the Vegas electrical grid was shut down by this. Tripping at 1832 penalty, he will be sent to the box for two minutes, and the Penguins will go on the power play with Crosby and Malkin after our boy knocked Nick off of the Skype feed. It looks as though Carver High is reporting that Mr. Bogdanovich will start the second hour, I believe. That is correct, coast to coast.
4: That is correct. So, we're gonna get him on top of the next hour. That's when it'll all go down.
3: What are the odds? Uh, you know, I like betting on everything. When we're in Vegas, we'll bet on if the if the guy and his wife go into the restrooms at the same time, who comes out first? We'll bet on uh, cockroach races. We'll bet on sunny or partly cloudy. Are you betting on Bogdanovich? The over that he will be on. In the second hour or the under that he will fail to get the feed going again.
4: No, we are not going to bet there. That is a heavy favorite for the over right now. You have nothing to worry about in that department. Listen, I
3: have to tell you that I went into, for the first time ever, it was like going into Shangri-La. I went into the control room here at the network headquarters at SportsGrid. This is my first time Doing the show live from over Madison Square Garden here in the lovely Renaissance, And uh, what a staff. Uh, just a stack of winners we've got in that room. We saw everyone in there. Even Ariel was in there hanging out. She might have even been having a sandwich or catching some Z's. And then we saw people working on all those monitors. People under a tremendous strain and pressure. They were coming through in the clutch. A giant staff of hooligans and people that I can count on. They're doing a great job back there. You guys are badasses. Thank you for everything you do for us. Carver, how do you have anything nice to say about anyone?
4: Listen, this is outstanding. You've got a, got a lot, lot of people up there now. This is a lot different than we were doing radio, TV. So many people make it happen, and they're doing it up there. It's great. All right.
3: So they're telling me now that everything appears to be ironed out for later when we have Nick on.
4: I told you the over was good.
3: Right. Nothing to worry
4: about. I want
3: to know uh when I get him on, you know, where the money's going. I want to know what the sharps are doing, the heavies, the
2: layers,
3: and you know, what the action is on the spread, what the money amounts are on everything, the total, and see, you know, what people are doing and you know what they're doing, even money line, spread, total, get it all going here. See, you know. They put out uh, so many props, right?
4: Yes, they do. And, they're, I they're, mean, they're one of the best with the props. I mean, props. millions and of them. them
3: like, you've seen me do. Uh, can I show the stack here? I just wanted to show this. Well, this well we like... were
4: saying yesterday that you probably have about five or 600 props that you have uh, looked at, and you today have the sheet of all of the props that you'd have.
3: Look at this. I got one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> ten, eight, nine, 10. 11, 12 pages of props. Now, listen, this is like a heavy hand at the poker table, you know, at the MGM. This is what it is I got here. I'm throwing aces high. I'm going to win a fat stack. I'm playing poker all night. for I'm a four-day bender of poker here. Look at how many. These are the props I've done for the Super Bowl. I'm not even kidding you. I bet on every one of these. Tell him, Carver, I have no, on every single one. It, of
4: them. It's true. You're involved in all of the props that are going to be coming up on uh, on Sunday. You've got all those sheets of paper. You are heavily involved. As if I day. even
3: if I even tried to do this, uh, like right now on the show, I don't even think I could get through all of it. Right? I'm going to throw a few at you. Would well, you, you be you, willing to do that with me?
4: I'm sure. I mean, you got that. I. You see, you've got all those sheets of paper, and I told you I got mine down to 17. I so about some of these? Did you see some of these
3: like props, like? Um, Uh, you know, point spread props, Niners minus seven and a half at plus 270. Would you ever do that? Would you, I know you're on the Chiefs, but do you think that's a a stupid bet?
4: I mean, look, if you're confident in the 49ers and that's where I I saw actually that minus 10 and a half was for the Niners, uh, one of those type of bets was one of the heaviest betted for William Hill. And, you know, if you think they're going to win and they're going to win in the fashion that they did against the Vikings and against the Packers, then you go and you take that chance. You can get a little bit extra money out of it.
3: I could see him doing it, but uh, 10.5 and 14.5 are ridiculous. Uh, 3.5, I think, is doable at plus 165. What about your Chiefs? Would you be willing to lay four and a half, seven and a half, ten and a half? 14 and a half. I think you're dead if you do those big double uh, digit numbers. But could you see doing the, uh, you know,
4: I think four and a half half you would do four and a half is probably the most I would go. I, I wouldn't go to the seven one, but I I would go with four and a half. I wouldn't have a problem with that.
3: What are you doing? Uh, give everybody your love on the coin toss. It's very important. <laughs> heads or tails? You
4: always bet heads on the coin toss.
3: A team receiving uh, the opening kickoff. Uh, Niners or Chiefs?
4: Yeah, I mean, bets, props like that, I don't really... It's such a 50-50 thing. Listen, today, you what answer full prop questions. Give me, give me the Chiefs. I all think right. they're going to get the uh, ball. They're going to score first. Will the there opening go. kickoff
3: be a touchback? Yes. I like that. Uh, The team that scores last wins the game. No. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. The last score of the first half will be a touchdown or a field goal or safety? Field goal. Wow. The last score of the game will be a touchdown or a field goal or a safety?
4: Touchdown. A team with more offensive plays in the game, Niners or Chiefs? I actually think Niners here, and the reason why I think Niners is the Chiefs are going to be more of a, a quick strike type of offense. They're going to move down the field a little bit quicker. The Niners want to slow you down. They want to run the football. They'll run more plays.
3: Team to make the first field goal in the game. Niners or Chiefs?
4: Yeah, this is another one where you're pretty much just taking a stab. I'll go with the Chiefs.
3: Right, yeah, he, I think he's a, a good kicker, Butker.
4: He is a good kicker. Very good kicker.
3: Uh, the guy's been nailing it. Do you think anyone will miss an extra point? I think they, uh, someone will. I think we'll have a shankopotamus.
4: In today's NFL, with the way things have gone with the kickers this year, that's a pretty good one to get involved. How about with. this one?
3: I went high risk at plus 700 and threw down a piece on a player with two or more
4: picks. I said a player will have two picks. One play. You have one play. You, you went with that one, huh? One player to get two in. I'm not going there. It's happened before. It has happened before.
3: Uh, team to request the first coaches challenge. You know, there's going to be one of those
4: random. Um, you think Andy will toss a red flag. I like the ones better. One of the ones that I have on my my sheet of integrity, these the 17 props that I'm playing, is that there will be a roughing the passer penalty right. in the game because you know the refs, Scotty. The refs always have to find a way. To get involved in these games, whether it's going to be a bad call, or a challenge that you think is going to get overturned and does it, a phantom pass interference, a phantom roughing the passer, all of those things end up happening, so that's why I'm on that roughing the passer prop.
3: Uh, team with the first 20-yard game from a scrimmage, a big play. Who do you think? Chiefs. Screw you. I went with the Niners on that <laughs> one. Uh, do you think, um, will Jimmy G throw a pick in the game? Yes.
4: Yes. I'm on that one as well.
3: will his first pass be uh complete or incomplete?
4: Random complete
3: uh so how about uh the longest rush for uh your boy Raheem? Will he go over or under seventeen and a half?
4: I'm gonna take the under with that most or seventeen and a half. I like going that over, okay.
3: all right, so I want to know uh do you think this guy uh Debo Samuel will have a longest reception, 21 and a half. I went under.
4: I'm taking the over on that one. I'm Uh, against you on a lot of these, Scotty. I'm against you on these. I can't stand you either. (laughs) Solo
3: assist and tackles Richard Sherman over four.
4: Under, because I think he's going to be chasing people all day. He's not going to be tackling He's going to be chasing the chief wide receiver. I
3: don't like any of your teams, and frankly, I don't like you.
4: That's okay. I'm fine with that.
3: Uh, Tyreek Hill rushing attempts. You, you think he'll carry the ball? You think they'll have a little reverse? What for do him? they
4: got that at? What's the number? How many? Just uh, is it a half? I guess is that it what they is, have? It at? is at a
3: half, and it's uh, plus one seventy-five. I
4: wouldn't have a problem taking a shot with that one. Why not? He could. He, they could get a little end around. Now, him. What do you think,
3: uh, Travis Kelsey? Reception six and a half. Yeah, you uh, did this. Do you remember in the Super Bowl you did this with the Eagles? This Zach was Ertz. the Zach
4: Ertz but that you was hit that uh, bad. But I'm doing something similar. I did. I did Zach Ertz against the goals in the Canadian Senator game two years ago. So this year, Scotty, I have gone back to the well. I am going with a tight end against goals in an NHL game. I am going with the goals in the Penguin Capital game Sunday afternoon over Travis Kelsey receptions. How do you like that one? Fair
3: enough. How about uh, total uh, points scored in the game? We've talked about this uh, number, but it lands, uh, I put it at, uh, what do we have it here? Uh, I put it at 57, uh, 57 to 63 was uh seven to two. I went 64 to 70 at five to one.
4: Yeah, I'm with you on points. So I, I got no problem taking a shot with there in the, in the mid sixties to that area. I, I, that's a good one for me. And then
3: I did uh mostard with the most points scored in the game at 15 to two.
4: Nah, I'm not there with you. I don't, I don't think that he's getting in the end zone.
3: Uh, and then, what about the exact margin of victory? I went high risk, and I took San Francisco between thirteen and eighteen. I think they're going to whack them.
4: Well, if you think that San Francisco is going to win a game like that, then there you go. And and you and what do you think? <laughs> you know what I think? I think that I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. I think it'll be a one-score game, but I think the Chiefs are going to win
3: one-score game. So somewhere you're going to go in one. To I told six you, I seven I think to the- twelve at nine to two. <laughs>
4: yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I'd go higher than seven. i, I I'm I think it's gonna be minute, between between three and seven. I, I went to uh, Kansas City
3: passing touchdown, the last score of the game at nine to two. Do you like that one? because I think you're gonna be losing so your boy's gonna be slinging it the whole time and Mahone's gonna
4: be slinging it. You know, if that's gonna be a passing touchdown to win the game for the chiefs, I will take it. Sure. I'll get involved with that one with you.
3: And what about the uh, distance that a first uh, field goal made? I went. 44 to 49 at 4 to 1.
4: I like that one. I like that one. I think that it could be there. There's, I think that booker can get over 50, but that's a nice range. All
3: right, so uh Kevin Walsh is going to join us for our two coast to coast. We're going to hit it all NBA rack. You know, he's got betting around the rim with Smitty coming up. It's going to be huge. So we're going to hit all the NBA games, mid-major college rack. Test. I say we talk about Saturday's college basketball as well, all the big games. There's a ton of top 25 games coast to coast with Pharrell Carver. Hi, Kevin, coming up.
1: Hey, everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to massive the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the two guys from Hollywood Podcast.